Hey everyone, thank you again for tuning in. This is Johnny DeLuna. Uh, I'm the voice, the creator, the mastermind behind Wise Guy Fantasy Football. This is my regular voice. Um, and I just wanted to put a little disclaimer out before we get started. Um, I collaborated with a another uh, football podcast, another sports podcast. Um, they're the Winning Ticket Podcast. You can find them on Instagram at the Winning Ticket Pod, uh, and also on Twitter at Winning Ticks Pod. Um, and I'll be sure to put their uh, links and, and other things in the description below. Um, and while this episode, um, you know, since I play characters purely satirical, uh, we have a lot of fun doing that. Um, their podcast is uh, a legit um, sports betting podcast. They give out fantastic advice. They have a lot of wins. Um, don't let the jokes in the in the episode coming up fool you. Um, they're very good at what they do. They're very close friends of mine. I've known them for years, and it would be fantastic if you could give them a follow, give them a couple good ratings and reviews um, on on the uh, iTunes store and wherever else you could find the podcast. But enjoy this episode, and again, follow the Winning Ticket Podcast. Well, folks, I gotta thank you all for coming in today, and if you haven't listened to us in a while, then fuck yourself, because we've had a lot of really good episodes coming on, and now today I get to do a collaboration with a couple of my son's friends, uh, I think they're maybe 13 or 14 years old, I don't know, I don't see my son a lot, don't fucking ask about it, and they do an, uh, their own podcast by themselves. It's called the losing. I'm sorry, the winning ticket podcast. Uh, a, a personal disclaimer before we start. Uh, I don't know how much they win. They tend to block out on their instant social medias how much money they win. So maybe they win a couple bucks. Maybe they lose five hundred dollars. Either way, they call themselves the winning ticket. Ipto facto, I gotta believe they win in these fucking games. So I couldn't be more excited to have them on here. I've been asking for guests for a while. Nobody fucking answered, okay? And I don't appreciate that because when nobody answers, the Hojo family not very happy, okay? So they answered. They rang the bell. Now they're on the show, okay? Let's give a big round of applause. And I'm talking everybody in this room better fucking clap for these guys winning, winning, or is it losing? No, it's definitely winning. It's winning. I'll get it. I, thank you. I'll get that. Thank you guys very much for being here today. We're really happy to be here, Mr. DeFuzio. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah, please. Thank you. Thank this you. is uh, quite, a, quite entertainment. This is, I'm glad you guys, so you guys, before we start, you guys listen to the podcast. It's pretty good. Would you give it a 10 out of 10? Oh, absolutely. I'm a big fan, Mr. DeFuzio. When thank your, you. Your fruity son, John, gave me the link, I made sure that I clicked it right away. It was, That's, it was amazing. That's good. My son is a fruit. I actually listened to him while I'm taking a shit. It's not... <laughs> Oh That's, yeah, that I've you know you're not the first guy to tell me that because it's a good spot for if me. you gotta you gotta do your business in a bathroom you're gonna be a little bit bored so now you're gonna you're gonna play that you know you're gonna put that thing in you play your Candy Crush whatever the fuck you play on your Facebook <laughs> yeah yeah and then you listen it also us. makes great shower audio the sweet sounds of oh, Mr. DeFuzio just soothing you while That's you right, bathe right. I like that a lot can we make yeah. someone get a CD called the sweet sounds of Anthony. <laughs> we can make love we it. sell it for five dollars uh, Mr. DeFuzio I just wanted to That'd throw a little good. compliment really quickly I yes. loved your uh, your song number on the episode wow uh, your ballad to Eli Manning that was uh, that... some inspired stuff uh, yeah so who set who set this up where's Mikey um, I don't know Mikey's MIA Mikey's oh, MIA sorry. Who's, who the fuck is Mikey he's <laughs> another one of you guys <laughs> yeah yeah okay I didn't know that. I don't know how it sounds. Sometimes it sounds like it's one of you. Sometimes it sounds like it's ten of you. So I don't. I don't know who the fuck does this. But either way, I'm glad. I'm glad you like the song. Oh yeah. And I appreciate song. that because it it came from the heart. Because Eli Manning is is downright autistic right now, and yeah, he's got issues. It's man. it's a pain to see him deteriorate. He's got dementia of the highest degree. Yeah, and that's something. Throw a football. And that's something too that if uh, if we have any crossover fans. During our NFC East episode that your son John was actually on, we all had we were all really high on the Giants. We had them going. Mm -hmm. I have them winning the division. I have actual money Oof. on the Giants winning the division. And I will say one thing: at one and five, they beat Atlanta this week. Uh, we didn't really go into the the Giants game. I think that we only mentioned it because we liked the game total. But other than that, I mean, hey, if the Giants win this week and you know Cowboys and Redskins kind of bottom out. 
Who knows? The Giants might be, be able to go it's, like a 9-7. and seven. I sound stupid even saying I'm going to go on record and say the Giants are completely winning out, and they're going to go 11-5. <laughs> oh, 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 we got, could someone put in a sound effect for that one? That was amazing. The Giants winning out. I'll pay you how much money yeah. for that. Is well, that what you guys do on the podcast? Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. And anytime that, that someone has like a um, crazy take kind of like that, sometimes we set up side wagers. I believe I have uh, Dolphins under eight wins with Mikey, wow. which is... That it looks like the Dolphins are going to win more than eight right, games. Right. I don't know. The Dolphins are kind of testicles right now. <laughs> Let's not beat around the They bush. are absolutely yeah, testicles. You know, and right. and if, I, if I could add in a little testimony, um, as... As Mr. Defuzio mentioned, we are the winning ticket podcast, but uh, lately we've been collecting losing ticket stubs. I actually put uh, so four... it is. It's still winning ticket, right? Because on my notes, yeah, I, right I didn't here. write the right, right, right thing. That's okay. what that's what we are still calling ourselves. But I did put four units on the Bears to beat the Dolphins last week while I was in Atlantic City, and that did not happen. I don't know how either. You know. <laughs> oh, so here's a fun stat that I actually don't think I brought up during our recording yesterday. Uh, Brock Osweiler is three and zero on his. First starts with a new team. So uh, in all three of those games, he started against the Bears. First game for the Broncos, first game for the Dolphins, and first game for the Texans. So, he, so he's a bear killer. He's, he's like Leonardo to fucking Caprio. Uh, Revenant, right? Well, that, that is a great <laughs> reference. That's, that is, call him that. that's a I'll, sick match. I'll call, I'll call him, well, his real name, Cock Ass Widener. Is yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, yes. oh, yeah. maybe sometimes if it's his first his game back from injury, whatever the fuck it was, He's he's a bear killer. That's what it sounds like. Every time he, hey, that's that's a good bit. You want to write this down, folks. And this is why I got winning ticket I'm around write here. This down. Because every time Brock Osweiler uh, plays, I, I think you mispronounced that one. Is it uh, what is it? Bro, uh, Brock. 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 What? I can't fucking read. Who's got my fucking glasses? <laughs> Somebody get him his glasses. Somebody. Thank you. It's nice to have yeah. mixed company. Anyway, you want to play the guy every time he plays the Bears. Don't ask me the name again. Go fucking look it up on the internet. <laughs> All right? Okay. <laughs> I want to I wanna get into a couple of things here. Uh, the one thing I think that, that we should remember in fantasy land is that sometimes things don't go the way it goes. Okay? You play, right? You bet on the Chicago Bears. They put up a shit stain against the Miami Dolphins. You think the Giants are going to do something spectacular and win at home against the division rival. It doesn't happen. So when the fantasy gods don't answer in your favor, you got to move the fuck on, okay? Every week is different. Every week is short. You can't say, oh, just because this guy did well, he's going to do well this week. Unless, of course, he's a good player, in which case that's always the case. Then you always play. I think that's the rules. That's logic. You know? Yeah, and that's something that we kind of uh, allude to on our episodes as well, is that a lot of the odds and a lot of the bookmakers, they just kind of react to things. So, like, for example, Jets winning two in a row at home and scoring a lot of points, the line against the Vikings is only three points. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they were kind of middling, that line might be like six and a half or, so, or seven or something. So the Jets are on the upswing and the Vikings are... Kind of, you know, we don't know what to make of them yet. So that's why that line is low. We look for kind of things like that. Right. So you're saying, so when you say a guy writes the books, mm-hmm. so a guy is sitting in Las Vegas, he's got his sunglasses on, sitting with the palm trees. He's writing in a fucking book where things are coming in. I, I, to be honest with you, I got a guy who does this stuff for me, okay? I know I'm not, I'm not supposed to say it on the podcast, but I'm going to I'm gonna share with you because I think all of you guys are family. I, so I think there's a guy sitting on the beach, fucking dick out with everything, and he's going, he's going. Guess what? The Vikings are gonna win by three points, and that's what I'm gonna put in. Is that tell me that's what happens, or uh, or is it a process maybe a little bit different? More or less, that's my interpretation of what happens. Okay, uh, I was sand, making sends the dick out. Uh, <laughs> no, I will I'm pretty say sure that's the biggest detail. Yeah, actually, it's basically you just take your you you unzip and you pull out your member, and then uh, you kind of just you know that's, start writing things in a book, cock in the wind. Right, that's right. that's about yeah. That's what's gotta happen. And then you just give and then there's also someone else, and that person just says like, yeah, this yeah. is what it's gonna be for this week. There's also computer algorithms that kind of help out as well. But yeah, that, but, let's but, not but, it's, the point. but it's the computers. The computers, computers are computers. finicky. The, the penis and the wind is more uh, romantic, I'd say. That is more romantic. <laughs> the computers, computers are so weird because they tell you to go left when you gotta go right mm-hmm. and other bullshit. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't definitely. trust them. Anyway. Thank you guys again for joining mm-hmm. us. All of you guys on the losing ticket. We're very happy to have you it's here. It's winning ticket, Mr. DeVos. Winning ticket. I'm so sorry. Okay. I'll get okay. that right at some Somebody point. Somebody get this the right one right now. The right one. That's the producer. What's the, come on. 
They, I tell you, they don't listen to me when I talk. Anyway. Oh, that guy's a producer? Anyway, that guy right there. The guy eating Fritos? Yeah, Mr. DeFuzio kind of just introduced him as a stagehand bitch. And I was like, who is that? And he was like, king bitch. And then we, we sat down to record. I mean, so. I mean, without him listening to us, essentially. Yeah. Without, okay, so we're going to go in. And you know what? If it goes too long, guys, just cut the intro out. Okay, we don't even, we don't even need this. We're just bullshitting right now. Okay, we're going to go into... I asked these guys on here on the winning ticket with the W nice. there you go. to come in and we're going to go through each game and they're going to tell me which of these teams has an X factor that's going to help them win the game. So first example, Tennessee Titans against the Los Angeles Chargers. So boys, what is who's your guy? Who's the one person on each team that's going to help you win your fantasy matchup and also is going to help this team win the game? Yeah, so I'll start with this one, and I'm actually going to break script a little bit and mention two guys, and that would be Derek Henry, um, now named Derek Garbage, and Marcus, I Mar- like that. Mar- Marcus Mariota, because both of their parents are also siblings. They are terrible this year. Got shut out at home, scored 12 points in the last two games. Um, I'm not betting on the Chargers. I'm betting against the Titans in gotcha. London. Um, little thing I heard that, yeah, they're they're playing in London. They are. Oh, they, then don't they are. fucking. And some are calling it the Brexit Bowl. <clears throat> then start. Then start. Nobody. That's my take on it. I still want to hear from you guys, but that's my take. That guy playing in London. They're looking at the fucking big clock that's there. They're going into the soccer. They don't give a fuck about football. Didn't Didn't John Gruden just play in London? They fucking lost. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, they don't care. A commie, I guess. He's, he's, <laughs> that means. He's a guy who's getting paid about that as well. ninety-eight million more dollars than he deserves. Oh, yeah. But who else do? You, so okay, so no, I the Titans, Markham Mariota. I don't like him. I don't like Derrick Henry's. He's just they're both trash. Derrick Henry's was on my list of people not to start about three weeks ago. Yep. So in keeping with that, don't keep starting Derrick Henry. I got a charger, Mister Defulzio. If let's, you want to hear that, let's hear it. And please keep calling Mister Defulzio. Even though it's my father's name, I like him. You like? All right, cool. It right. strokes my ego a little bit. I gotta, I gotta hear it. To you. It strokes my ego. So I'm going to the other side. I got someone from the Chargers. We got Melvin Gordon here. Look, he's just the chalky yes. play. I mean, he's got about forty to fifty fantasy points per game. I think. That's uh, amazing. I agree with you. Yeah, and I can and look that up. To quote you before, Mister Defulzio, sometimes things don't go the way it goes. I swear. So sometimes, <laughs> you, if you know, if the Titans don't win, guess who's going to be playing well? It's going to be Melvin Gordon. That's Plus, right. I hate Europe and London. Oh yeah. So uh, this is a, a stupid not, game anyway. I'm not watching this. It's unreasonable to play an American football game in London because they have to actually tackle people, yeah. and they don't like doing that in uh, the British Columbia over there. So uh, I, yeah, I agree with you on that. So start Merv Gordon. He's a running back that's going to really help you guys out. Anyone else have anything to say about this particular game? Or we can go on on the next one. Ah, yes. I mean, not really. It's kind of off topic here, but why didn't the Pittsburgh Steelers play in London and you have Big Ben in Big Ben? That would be... I tell you, I think you got something there. Pop quiz trivia question. Last time Steelers played in London, it was against the Vikings and Le'Veon Bell's first game ever. So there That's you some trivia. There you right go. There. Bar with um, you. Just really quick, uh, as uh, another handicap, a little bit, and um, this is kind of so deep inside that I don't think that you should really take much merit into it. But Wembley Stadium has a reputation for the um, actual surface isn't meant for like grown men. Of to be, course to be not. Thrown. It's for little soccer boys. <laughs> exactly, and there's smart. not a lot of contact of body hitting. The turf. A lot of so there have been times where like the bodies. field gets really ripped up. Yeah. So it's hard to get footing. So you might want to uh, fade some wide receivers in this game. I it's like hard to that. get downfield. Uh, Melvin Gordon, I think, is the safest bet. That's but a great bet, Merv Gordon. I like I like all that. Formerly, Merv is really good. He's formerly really good. Melvin Garbage. He right. uh, got rid of the surname. So that's something uh, that that your son and and we do. Uh, whenever a player right? is bad, we just give them the last name of Garbage. Wow. So I should call my wife Mrs. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, t- cut that part out. I don't want her hearing this. Then it's going to be a big fight. Okay, so now we're going on to the next game. And it's the New England Patriots. Okay, the Tom Brady-led New England Patriots. Best team in the league every year. Against the upstart Chicago Bears. Who fucked me over against the Dolphins last week. <laughs> so my question to you guys is this. Will the bad defense return to form against the Patriots? Look, it absolutely will. Uh, Mr. Fozzi, I'm going to tell you why, man. I just went to Chicago this past weekend. It was windy, okay? Tom Brady has no idea. He's actually never been to Chicago. Is that true? Is that... Wow! 
Get That's the, a uh, big advantage. Get the old stat girl, the producer over there. Sure. Okay, give me the stats on that, but thank you. Um, yeah, the guy's a total fruitcake, and uh, the Bears D is going to light him up. And that's why wow. the Bears are underdogs at home. Mr. DeFulzio, I love this game. Wow. Richard Trubisky's going to pass all over this silly team. Oh. Tom Brady's going to actually cry. Wow. You heard it here. I Real tears. Put no, the no, odds on that one. Real tears. How many touchdowns do you think Mitchum Trubisky's going to have? Wow. Um... We could be conservative and say two, but why don't we just go like six? Didn't he have that against the he Bucks? He did throw six, ago? so if you do so, the algebra, there is a high possibility to six more, <laughs> and I hope they're all to Jordan Howard because, Lord, that guy needs it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, my X Factor in this game is going to be uh, Tariq Cohen, another Bear. Although I think the Patriots are going to win down. because uh, the Patriots just don't lose in October. That's not something that they do. I don't really care where they're playing the game. Brady is tough to beat. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those things where um, that blueprint of the defense, of the quick pass rush of Khalil Mack, was proven that it doesn't work against Tom Brady uh, via Von Miller. Gets at the quarterback in one second, Brady would get the ball out in three quarters of a second. So that's a loss there. So yeah, I, I like Tariq Cohen because they're being a little bit creative with him, getting the ball in open space. Like you alluded to, uh, Jordan Howard has been a sack of shit lately. Um, it's <laughs> He's up, got no yards. Also, <laughs> zero yards. It's not that good. Right? A, a nice it's not quick, good. A nice quick aside is that uh, the Winning Ticket podcast episodes, we actually kind of cater. We're more of a PG crowd. So um, the fact that I could curse now, I would like to just say nipple tit. <laughs> curse on. away. You want to say motherfucking cunt? You could say that on here too. No, cunt I already, away. I already got my nipple tit out. I'm good. Nipple tit is out. <laughs> and I just yeah, I just want to give my quick little pick on the. Uh, and if the you want to curse, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna if curse. you want to curse, you want to say clit bomb? You could say that on here. <laughs> do you have okay? like do you have like a, a glossary of terms that you have each? Uh, I, I, I got another horrible one that I heard. <laughs> oh, um, someone referred to my my beard as a chin bib. Ooh. A chin no, bib. Not, oh. not necessarily dirty, oh, I, but it sounds like. It sounds. It sounds. It sounds. It sounds. Chin bib. Chin bib. A pussy patch. That, that implies cunnilingus, no? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm learning new vocabulary. Cunnilingus is what? Is it's that something you... to do with cars? <laughs> yep. It's when you fix the muffler. Oh, That's what I thought. That? That's what I thought. Just, just, like, just like the devil's triangles drinking. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm just making sure I know. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting the gentleman with the very nice shirt on. <laughs> it's a nice shirt. It's actually uh, We're it's all navy. wearing kind of the same shirt, which is, it is. really cool. It is. You guys cool. are all wearing yeah. blue. Mm-hmm. Real quick with New England, um, I just want to give my little quick pick here. Uh, Josh Gordon, uh, he looks like he, so far as as of right, right now, he ha- looks like he has his head on straight. He's getting more targets each and every week from Tom Brady. And the fact that the Patriots um, are getting, or they have gotten uh, Julian Edelman back, they look like they're kind of back to their, at least somewhat back to their normal form of the Patriots. Again, they typically, more for the most part, start off kind of slow and they kind of bring up those questions. Okay, is Tom Brady done? Are the Patriots done? Is, yes. is this the end of it? This is the downfall. And sure enough, they're back on their normal form. And they're again, they beat the Chiefs last week. Uh, one of the last few remaining undefeated teams. So again, uh, Josh Gordon, look for him if you're looking for someone. I don't know what his value is going to be in DraftKings. That's something we touch on each week on the Winning Ticket podcast. But Josh Gordon's getting targeted a lot more, so he's someone to keep an eye on for this week against uh, Chicago. A big physical guy to go up and get the ball. Maybe uh, Brady's thinking to throw him uh, some deep balls and in in, you know, in, in target him in the red zone. Matt, you're forgetting about one thing. They've never played in the wind. Yeah, He's never played, played in a winning city before. New, New England have played in wind before. You also There's do have too to much worry. Wind. Trust me, I was I was talking to the locals. You also do have to kind of worry, quite like a wolf man, whether Josh Gordon will turn back into a criminal when the full moon is out, and then he won't play the game. I actually so, do have a quick aside. Uh, the Patriots play happened. in Foxborough, Massachusetts, which is kind of near Fall River, Massachusetts. Fall River is a cesspool. <laughs> I used to live uh, a couple towns away from there. Uh, Fall River is actually where Anthony Hernandez had his house and was killing people on the reg. So wow. Josh Gordon will definitely fall into That's... opiates, and that is my lock of the week. Josh Gordon will be a wow. Josh Gordon, drums. put a sound effect in that. <laughs> lock of the week. If you ever go Josh Gordon will River, turn going. into a criminal at midnight after he loses the glass slipper. All right, let's move on to the next game, and I'll be honest with you. The next one's Buffalo and Indiana, and if you're starting any of those guys, you're going to lose. Next game. Uh, my question here. Who's the bigger concern at quarterback, guys? Is it Deshaun Watson or is it Blake Bortles? Hmm. Well, this is a tough one. I got to yeah. go. Look, Deshaun Watson is kind of a question mark still. They can't really move the ball. You know, Blake Bortles, what was the stat, Dean? I know you like to throw mm-hmm. it around. As soon as he is seen snow, all yeah. of a sudden this guy's lights out. Yeah. Last time I checked, he has seen snow. So, so, the, so the joke about that was um, he played in Cleveland his rookie year. 
And um, as someone who grew up in Orlando and then played at UCF and then got drafted by the Jaguars, he's never actually been in the snow. And he went to Cleveland and the game was snowing. And he said in the press conference, I've never seen snow in real life. They're like, how'd you like it? And he's like, I didn't realize that it'd be wet. It's so, like a kid on fucking Christmas morning. And now that Blake snow. Bortles is woke on snow. Actually, after that game, he uh, averaged 25 fantasy points a game. So that was something that was of a res- revelation. But to answer your question, I think that uh, Watson is the bigger concern. Mainly because of the matchup going against the Jags defense, who has been kind of bad lately. And last week, Blake Bortles actually played good enough. What, and this was a handicap that I gave on our episode as well, is that the wide receivers did absolutely nothing to help him. Backs and receivers did not bail him out. He's not a great quarterback, and you really need everyone to be firing on all cylinders to get the most out of the Jaguars. Right, kind of like an Eli Manning. You know, that's that's the comparison. Everyone wants the Giants to trade him to, Eli, uh, to, to the Jaguars because of the Tom Coughlin connection, of course, but also because both Eli Manning and Blake Bortles make terrible decisions in the pocket. So I think it would be a good trade. So, any any other X factors you got on the team aside from the quarterbacks? Anybody I see it's all else? about quarterback play for me. I totally agree with what Dean said. Nice. You got to go. Deshaun Watson is a question mark for me. Gotcha. And, and J.J. Watt, he donated a lot of money to the Houston Harlem Globetrotters, whatever the fuck it was. He's a good guy, but you don't get any fantasy is, points for being a good guy, right? Is he on steroids? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Right. No question about it. Nobody mind. has twelve abs like he does. <laughs> yeah. You don't. Tear. I just want to put. I don't mean to throw any shade on you, Mister Watt. You've done a lot of humanitarian services. I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying we all know your roots. We all know there's something going on behind the scenes, and I'm not gonna take that boat shit anymore. All right. Next game. <clears throat> all right. Next game. We have two two other stinkers. What the fuck is happening with these teams? Detroit and Miami. Tell me something. Tell me anything about any of these teams. All right, I got a weird X factor for you. Xavier Howard, cornerback. Xavier Howard, cornerback, Miami Dolphins. He last now what, year. What Avenger is Xavier <laughs> Howard? So last year, actually, to end the to end the season, he shut down AJ Green. Um, I'm I'm actually butchering the stat, but it was three high profile wide receivers in a row. I think it was like Antonio Brown, AJ Green, and someone else. This year, he's been off to a hot start. Uh, the Miami Dolphins defense. It's something that I always underestimate. And I think that the um, Lions coming off a bye, even though Matt Patricia knows the Dolphins, he's played against them twice a year for the last however long he's been on New England. Don't have that stat ha- handy producer. I Fucking think, get on it. Think, anyway, I think for t- let's just round it up to ten years. Yes. So he's been on the he, he. The point is, he was used to be the Patriots defense coordinator. He knows the Dolphins very well. I think that the Dolphins defense is going to shine playing at home against the subpar Lions. The, uh, the Lions were supposed to be, you know, this new tough team now that they got Patricia. He used to be a Patriots uh, assistant coach. And now all of a sudden, uh, they're trying to run the ball and they're trying to do weird things that they're not good at. And they're like, I think they're last in rush yards uh, allowed, maybe second to last. And that's pretty horrible. They think that they're tough and they're not. That's and there's, bad. there's nothing worse than that. They what got embarrassed on the Monday night game against the Jets. And maybe people forgot about it. But I fucking didn't, okay? Oh, no. That's the real Lions there. The Lions that beat the Patriots, fluke. Fucking diamond in the rough. North star in the sky. You don't see it very often, okay? So we're all saying here, look at the Dolphins. And how about their quarterback? We talked about Buck Wilder before, whatever the fuck his name is, <laughs> against uh, starting in the place of Ryan uh, Tannenhill. And I don't think he could do what he did against the Bears last week because the Bears are a poorly coached team. And the Lions are also poorly coached, but they get those random scrappy wins in there, like the ones against the, the Patriots and the other ones. To be honest with you, you're a Miami or a Detroit Lions fan. Now's the time to fuck off and go 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 sign with another team. The, the time to fuck off was long ago. Yes, yes. You've, you've, you've had a rough 20 years or so if you're either a fan It's of been team. bad until, you know, until they re-signed Dan Marino, and he's not done yet. <laughs> then the Miami Dolphins will continue to be bad. Okay, now we go on to the next game, and I know uh, uh, I'm sorry, I forgot your names. Uh, uh, these two gentlemen here, Mark and Steven, I think, uh, they're both Minnesota Vikings fans, and they're playing against another New York favorite, the New York Jets. And uh, I want to say one thing uh, to clarify about the Jets first, and uh, that is because everyone's been saying now the Giants should have drafted Sammy Donald over Saquon Barkley. And this is what I say to the crowd there. 
and it is that it's been six fucking games, okay? Sammy Donald is not the second coming of fucking Peyton Manning, all right? He's not even the second coming of Mark Sanchez yet that we know. And Saquon Barkley just had a lot of yards last game. So before you start pointing fingers and saying the Giants should have drafted him, they should have drafted Sammy Donald, all I say is pump the fucking brakes, pull over the car, and induce vomiting because it's a bad take. And I'll tell you, if you guys have a similar take, then you can get right the fuck off this show. And I'm not going to stand for it anymore. But I want to know what you guys think about the Vikings and the New York Jets. I mean, the Vikings, in recent weeks, again, I think one of the bigger uh, wins, I think, at the end of the season, depending on where the Vikings are at, obviously, whether they're um, division winners, whether they're um, in the playoffs, whatever the case is, um, I think you can really look to that that game against the Eagles, uh, again, barring a, a collapse in a really disappointing season, as a turning point for the Vikings this year. Again, a road victory against the Super Bowl champs um, in a difficult environment. Off Again, if I recall, is off the actual Bills defeat as well. Um, so the fact that they'd be able to come out and use that game, and then again, of course, um, you know, last week they won as well. This should be, this is, the, the, these next couple games should be a little bit uh, light for the uh, Vikings, and I think, again, last week they won, coming in again to the Jets, uh, of course, on the road, but I think, you know, the road, really don't have a road advantage here, the Jets. So I, I, if you look at this game, Vikings should be able to handle the Jets, no problem. Thielen's clicking, Cousins is clicking, he's limiting his turnovers. I think he only has three interceptions to 12 touchdowns, a good ratio. Uh, I know we talked about it in our last episode, about his fumbling. Not really uh, so much of an issue, but something that's kind of been coming up uh, in recent, recently, at least, that we kind of like, keep He's, an eye on. He was a turnover machine yeah, yeah. on a Redskins. So the, I, mean, I, I guess if the, if the Jets, you know, the actual front seven, whatever the case is for them, uh, whatever their defensive scheme is, can get at least enough pressure on Cousins to maybe force an interception or a fumble. And I think that's really the only route they have because Vikings, again, if if Murray is going to get the, the workload this week, I don't know what the status is of Dalvin Cook. Um, he looked great last week. They got that running game back that they were really relying on with Cook. They throw that in again with the uh, the passing game, which has been uh, great this year, specifically with Thielen. I think all signs point to a Vikings victory on the road, and um, you know, again, keeping the line moving and, and really putting the pressure on. I think the, the Bears are still the, the division favorite right now, not division mm-hmm. favorite, but division winner because of obviously the tie that the Packers yeah, yeah. and Vikings have. Yeah, so just really quick, uh, I agree with a lot that you said, Mr. Defuzio. Sam Darnold is ugly. People don't talk about it, but he yes. is hideous. Secondly, he doesn't look Saquon, good. Not Saquon, very pretty at all. Saquon not even Bar- half as pretty as Mark Sanchez. No, he kind of looks like he got uh, someone punched his mother in the stomach while she was pregnant. Sorry. What? No one heard even saying. But I will he say does. One thing. Do We're just being objective here. Uh, Saquon Barkley is clearly going to be the rookie of the year. He has 800 scrimmage yards already. That's what I like. He has 40 year. catches. The guy's a monster. Yeah, the guy's literally a wide receiver <laughs> as well as a running back. He's he, going to have 1,000 rush yards and 1,000 receiving yards. He burned Janoris Jenkins in practice from the slot. That's actually like, really embarrassing. This guy this guy's a monster. Anyway, um, little fun fact. Vikings going to win, by the way. Who cares? Anyway. That's fact. what I like. That's good analysis. They're just going to fucking win. <laughs> they are. They're going to match them. I'm going to the game, too. I will say, um, here's, a, here's a really great stat for all of your listeners, Mr. Lofuzio, as well, as well, and everyone in the room. Ready? Mike Hughes tore his ACL on the 27-yard line. Blair Walsh missed the field goal against the Seahawks on the 27-yard line. That was a Teddy, heartbreaker. Teddy Bridgewater got knocked out by um, someone on the Rams on the 27-yard line. Oh, that's weird. It gets worse. Dalvin Cook last year tore his ACL on the 27-yard line. That's insanity. One more. Kirk Cousins fumbled against the Bills on the 27-yard line. So if the Vikings get first and 10 on the 27, run to your betting machines and start betting against the Vikings. First and 10 on the 27, watch out for it. Wow, that's yeah. all luck. Look, allow me to bring that's, some clarity that's some here. Theory, theories there. It's kind of some some Leonardo, Leonardo da Vinci conspiracy theories <laughs> or some shit. That's fucking National Treasure stuff. I like that, though. I like to, if I could say something, man, I think you're going to actually love this. Oh. Kirk Cousins left $6 million on the table to go to the Vikings instead of the Jets. If he that's, signed with the Jets, he has $6 million Is instead. that true? Wow. I think the Jets fans are going to let him hear it. And Ooh. Dean is not going to be able to quench... All of them coming down at once. Telling them to be quiet. Forty like, k versus Dean and the the Vikings. Yeah, I don't like that at all. So, so have a good voice, dude. It's it's That's looking it's like the Vikings. As long as they don't touch the twenty seven yard line, are pretty much allowed They're to allowed. win. Absolutely. Yeah. And if I didn't make myself completely fucking crystal clear, don't tell me the Giants should have drafted Sammy Donald in week six. It happens in week nine. Okay, maybe you got my ears, but not until then. All right, let's go Vikings. Next game. Got the Carolina Panthers against your defending Super Bowl queers, okay? 
The Philadelphia Eagles are 3-3 three and three coming off the Giants game. But let's face it, at this point, everybody's beating the Giants. So what do you think Philadelphia's got to do? I can't believe I'm asking this fucking question. What do you think Philadelphia is going to do to keep that streak going on? They can't do anything because uh, the Carolina Panthers are going to win this game. I think you've forgotten about Cameron J. Newton. Um, yes. I mean, he, he won the MVP a couple years ago, Mr. DeFulzio. It's like you're forgetting all about that. He can run as well as pass. That's No other quarterback can do that. What do you <laughs> that, want from that's him? A, that's, a, that's a stat. And also, Thomas Davis is back. Uh, so now the Panthers' defense actually going to show up. Carson Wentz, still still knocking some rust off. I think the Panthers are going to win this one. It's Cameron Jay. Like that's what it's all about. And, and what it sounds like is it's going to come down to a 63-yard field goal win the game mm-hmm. to break the Eagles' hearts this time. Or That's maybe, funny, actually. Both teams maybe, have got the Giants. <laughs> Both the same thing to the Giants. Maybe they'll have a third and one where they stop clearly short and then spike and have no oh. one even question it. That's yeah, like that fucking PTSD for me. Your, your fruity son, John DeFuzio, cried both games, actually. Oh, I remember yeah. both of those. It was bad. I told him he's got a man to fuck up. <laughs> you gotta you gotta take these as it goes. I don't want you crying, son. <laughs> This is daddy talking. Okay? Stop crying. Just lay off him. He's a good guy, man. He's, he's my... I love him to fucking death. But he's a little bit of a pussy here and there. Either way, the Eagles and the Carolina Panthers. Uh, this, this is my take on him. And uh, I think that Cameron Newton could lead this team as long as they run, run, run. The Eagles don't have a run game right now because half their players are on a fucking island getting treated for some kind of vampiric disease. Okay, mm. they're all hurt. Mm. So if yeah. the Carolina Panthers run the ball, they have Cam Newton, they, he runs the ball, I think we have a victory here and the Eagles will have a losing record again and I can go to bed fucking happy. Okay, so, uh, you know, this is this is a good time. We're, we're getting down to the last couple of games here. It's a good time to remind everybody, I want to hear your opinion on these things, okay? I want to ask you like, comment, send me a Twitter, send me an Instagram, okay? I find a lot of success on those platforms. If you're one of the ESPN guys listening to this, uh, reach out to me. I'm here to talk. I'll share opinions with you, okay? Like, comment, make sure to give this five stars, and don't be a fucking prick. Don't give me less than five stars. I don't need any of that bullshit. Okay, right? You know you don't you don't need less than five stars. At that point, don't even fucking rate me. Take a fucking hike. Right. But tell me what you think about the Carolina Panthers and the Seagulls and and the other teams that we're talking about. Okay, next game we got a battle of two teams that are two and three. One of them is uh, two, three, and one because they tied because clearly they were brain dead that day. Uh, and these are the Cleveland Brownies against the Tampa Bay Buccaqueers. Okay, so my question, a couple of questions here, and it's going to relate to the quarterback. Let's go there first, okay? The Buccaqueers uh, decided to bench Ryan Fitzmagic once the magic went out of the hat. And the Cleveland Brownies look like they finally have a fucking quarterback after what feels like a century. So what do you think these these teams are going trajectory-wise? Do you see them going on the same path? Or do you see them going on a different one? I think that uh, the Browns actually have a better upside. The only, Their biggest weakness is that their head coach is a moron. Other than that, they are a pretty good team. They're, they have talent at almost every That's position. That's Hugh Jackman, right? The same guy who does the Wolverine? <laughs> that is yeah. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Um, That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, so he is terrible. I actually have money on him getting fired. Um, and I'll get some money if a man actually loses his job, which is... Pretty funny if you really think about it. Yeah, well, that's a good bet because it's the Brownies. They usually fire a coach every two years anyway. That's yeah, so, a good bet. so it's one of those things where um, they are playing in Tampa Bay, which is why I would lean the Buccaneers. Or Excuse me, I mispronounced that one. But, uh, yeah, yes, James Winston is absolutely terrible. I would put money on the Browns if Baker Mayfield didn't have an ankle injury. But um, he's a little bit banged up, so this is a game that I'm – Honestly, not even gonna watch. If they flip to it on end zone, I will literally turn off my TV. So you're saying don't even, don't even fuck with it. Nope, don't, don't care stick about your it. dick in it. Don't even look its way. Well, I'm gonna stick. Do my not stick in your dick one. in it. I will be. All no right. Matter what you guys so say. You're going, you're going as deep never as fucking possible. The, uh, this uh, is what guys do when they talk. We talk so, about our so pieces. But we, we don't, we don't do it. I'm actually doing it. We all got wives. We all got girlfriends. Yeah. No, we all got dicks. We all got dicks. Yeah, I have one of those, but not a girlfriend. Okay, hey, you know what? Yeah. Whatever floats your fucking boat, you do whatever the fuck you want. For those of you watching you on the think? simulcast, you guys can see that I am wearing the Baker Mayfield style headband. Um, that's not an accident. 
That there's a reason why I'm doing that. It's because I'm going with the Cleveland Browns Cleveland. this weekend. Are you locking it up? Would you say? Are you, I, you, you know what? It's it but it's not one of those like six digit lock codes. It's like one of the ones with the keys in it. The master gotcha. lock. Okay. It's just like you, you got the key. Let's just lock it's it up. It's a lock. It's not like the beep boop boop beep and it's locked up. I think it's beep boop boop beep. It might be beep boop boop bop. Yeah, I think but, it is that. But look, regardless, it's not the biggest lock. It's just a good lock. It's an average Solid it's, lock. It's a, it's, a, it's a lock. It's a Andrew good lock. lock. And Andrew Sorry, Andrew Lock. That was a terrible punt. So I, I, <laughs> like, I think I like the brownies in this one, too. The Tampa Bay Bucket Queers. I mean, unless you got guys like Michael Evans. You're not really looking at much fantasy purposes outside of him. Mike Evans kind of has Will Fuller and Willie Sneed disease. He gets a little bit darker every time I look at him. Yeah, like are these guys like fully black or what's going on? Maybe they're, they're, they're too, tan. They're, they're too much time in a tanning booth. Real GTL. Right? Will Fuller literally looks like a different person. I'm not even joking. Like when he came into the league, he was a legitimate Caucasian man. He might have been Scottish. All the Caucasian. And now he's look quite literally like. Yeah. He's so. he's he's full. You, all right. You of, could totally you could totally cut that part of of pigment. <laughs> Maybe we'll cut it out. Maybe we'll leave it. I like this is this is fun. I like talking to you guys. Let's go to the next game, and let's see. I'm going to skip over. I'm going to jump ahead because I want to talk more about NFC least. And I'm going to go to the division game, uh, uh, the Dallas Cowboys against the, the Washington. Cut out this pot because the name is offensive. Okay. <laughs> the Dallas versus the Washingtons. And this one, this one, I remember the past couple of years, what was the one year you guys remember? You guys are younger than me. You could remember this. Mm-hmm. It was both teams were starting backup quarterbacks or something, and it was a fucking slob knob of a fest. And I think the Redskins won seventeen to ten or seventeen to thirteen. Can somebody look that up? One of you guys, can somebody look that up, please? Get the other guy to do it, man. He's yeah. doing a crap job so yeah, far. Guy. Yeah, I'll, let, let me let me just grab that baton. You're right. Uh, the Cowboys-Redskins games in Washington are usually hideous and gross. They make the Cowboys wear their dark blue jerseys, which, by the way, Cowboys need new jerseys. Um, they have needed new jerseys since 1999. Their dark blue jerseys are horrendous, but they're going to be wearing those. Um, the real key to the Cowboys' offense is Dak Prescott running the ball. I think last week he went 11 for 82 in a touchdown. The Redskins obviously so watched tape on that. Really fun fact, Cowboys 3-0 at home, 0-3 on the road. This is a done deal. Cowboys lose. They can't win on the road. They're going to go 8-8 eight and eight with eight home wins. That's that's about how every season's been going with Jason Garrett. That's something that, you know what, that's a good question to ask these two. Because it's a toss-up for me for this one. Now you look at both of these teams' coaches. And who's got the who's got the longevity in this? Who's gonna last longer, Jay Gruden or Jason? I'm a puppet for Jerry Jones's cock, Garrett. What was that? I, I would love to pick Jason Garrett, but I don't know if I can repeat all of. I'm gonna go. I'm it's gonna go. Okay, it's just a nickname. I'm man. actually gonna go Jay Gruden. I think that. Uh, so fun fact: the NFL Owners Association actually put in a rule that you can't coach your own team, and that rule is specifically put in. For Jerry Jones, he would coach the Cowboys if he was allowed to. I think that Jerry Jones' time in Dallas, this is quite a hot take. Mark Cuban tries to buy the Cowboys every single year. I think one of these years it actually sticks. Mark Cuban will be the owner of the Cowboys at some point. Um, He's been trying to buy an MLB team as well. Yeah. Mark Cuban just wants to buy something for crying out loud. That is, so that's kind of like a little bit of a fun fact. But to answer your question more directly, I think Jerry Jones will get sick of looking at Jason Garrett kind Kind of similar to an older gentleman looking at his wife and going like, geez, I'm married to that still? Yeah, I'm going to go out and get a quarter. <laughs> Story of my fucking life, folks. Cut oh. that. Cut that this I little ball chain. Like, I'm walking on. I'm walking on. And I hey, see. Hey, Mr. Defuzio, I think you deserve a, cor- a Corvette and a, a hot 20-something-year-old. Yeah. So hey, I, think- I like this one. That's a hot take for you. Lock that one in. So I think um, that's going to happen. I think Jerry Jones is going to swipe right on Sean McVay at some point and try to get him try to get him over here. Hey, man, he should have probably... He was on the Redskins a couple of years ago. He should have tried to do that there. Uh, there's no rule that Stephen Jones can't coach the team. That's very true. Well, Jerry Jones is... What, what is he? Jones? He's 90? Julio He's going to die anyway in about another year or two. So really the question is, who's going to buy the Cowboys in two years? Yeah, Jerry I don't Jones know nothing about And you're saying it's, it's here, Mark Cuban sandwich. And what's he from? Jerry I mean, Jones is like, what, 320? Yeah, 321. Oh, no, so Jerry Jones got the Cowboys when he took over the Senate, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Ah, yes. Look, I don't know nothing about coaches. I went to a Cowboys-Redskins game in Washington. Oh, Redskins won an OT. How much money did you waste on that one? It was $1 million. The tickets were literally $1 million. $1 million? That's... 
You're pulling my leg there. I am. But still, am. that's a lot of money to pay for a game. Look, but the law of averages says it's the other way around this time. The Cowboys got this one in the bag. Just because if you flip a coin so, twice, what do you want? It's so they, be build, they build on the momentum, yeah, yeah. essentially. They're going to remember okay. that game from seven years ago. They and are. They're going to be like, oh, okay. Okay. I like that. Okay. Let's go to the next divisional game. And this one's probably going to be quick because it's the Rams and the 49ers. And I know what everyone's saying. Don't count out my Niners. They played very well against the Packers. They almost won if Aaron Rodgers wasn't fucking superhuman. I mentioned he's Godgers last time, okay? He is the son of Christ, okay? <laughs> he can do anything he wants on a football field. No offense or fucks about it, okay? But the 49ers will probably come back to earth. L.A. Rams go to 7-0. and Your thoughts, group? I'll take this one. Um, the Rams. The Rams will be the winning Rams. this game. That's it. Why Why do any analysis? What's right. the point here? Plain and simple. Uh, we all honestly, got fucking eyes. Self-explanatory. We all got somewhere to be. Uh, Rams are going to win by a lot. I think the 49ers kind of emptied the tank last week. And also, I will take any platform I can to bash the Packers. Packers' defense is horrible. No one mentions it. The offensive line is horrible. No one mentions it. Mike McCarthy is terrible coach. Uh, third and 10 from the 11-yard line. A six-yard scramble. Go for it on fourth down and throw the ball 15 yards over the... Over the receiver's head. Nobody calls out Rodgers for his bad plays. All they do is suck his dick when he does good plays. That's and it. Before we move on to the next game, uh, you know, I, I know the uh, Mr. Defuzio over here wants to keep get, get this thing going because he wants to get uh, to bed soon. Uh, it is getting a little <laughs> bit late for you guys on the other coast. It's it's yeah, got to be was... close to midnight now. I don't have a clock in front of me. I'm not some fucking wizard, but I can tell you it's late. For the Rams in San Francisco, I, I want to pose this question to the group here because we're all DraftKings guys here. Is this a game where you're stacking Rams uh, offensive players? Like, uh, no, just Gurley. Gurley is a okay. must start every single week. Right. I'm and, a big Robert and, and, Woods believer. Oh I was since last year when no one knew who he was. That's oh, my claim to fame. That's, Literally, that, the Rams that are my claim true, to fame. Yeah. That's yeah. good. That's some That's fortune telling right there. What about Jared Goff? I like him. I'd start I him. You a, could draft him. I'd draft him. a system quarterback. Yeah, that's I don't, right. I don't I think that he's going to need to throw. They're going to be winning by so much, it's going to just be girly. He's a, he's a system, so he's plug and play. I, I thought he said sister. Yeah. Like, I think Jared Goff. Oh, so you, mean, you meant he's to say sister quarterback. Janet Goff. He is Janet a, Goff. He is a woman Wait. and has a loving brother. Somewhere. He's a sister. I got to look. These young guys know the terminal. I don't know what a sister quarterback is, but someone will look that up for me. I'll know what that is eventually. Okay, last couple of games here. Uh, this this is going to finish off the 4 o'clock. We got the New Orleans Saints with Breezes Christ against the Baltimore the Baltimore uh, uh, the Birds. I don't remember the name. Come on. So, so um, I'll take this one, guys. Who's who's your who's your X factor? Who? Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram control the clock. That's the only way the Saints win. Without it, they lose. Um, in the house that Joe Garbage built. I think that the Ravens play better at home. They have a sneaky good defense. The Saints still have proven that they can't cover anyone. They are averaging 36 points a game. I think now the only thing to kind of shoehorn that success with their scoring ability is also to hold the ball a little bit more. And if they have the time of possession with Mark Ingram just beating them up in the middle, then that will free up Kamara and um, the other players, uh, the other skill positions for the Saints to kind of get open a little bit. So look for the – I actually like the Ravens to win this one, but if the Saints could control the Well, you the just clock, said the Saints were just going <laughs> to do all these things. Well, what that, do you that's, mean? That's, that's you're telling me Joe Garbage is going to fucking – you're telling me he's going to throw less than five interceptions in this game. I, I find I, that very hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think the the reason why I'm making Mark Ingram my X factor is that if he could really play to the tops of his abilities, you could throw out everything I just said. But if not, it's definitely gonna be a Ravens win. So would you give you a little conditional? I I I appreciate that. I like conditional. That's a word, by the way. I, again, some of these words are a little difficult. For conditional means that something has to happen a certain way. That's just what that means, okay? <laughs> my Somebody's is, looked that up for me. My pick is Lattimore. He's a quarterback for the Saints, and I don't think the Ravens have played anyone. And I think that he's going to uh, probably have a couple picks here against Joe Garbage. Of course, because that's what Joe Garbage does. You can't tell me otherwise, okay? What about uh, the other thing about, about the Ravens is everyone says they have a great defense. But to be honest with you, I watch the games. I watch the film, okay? I'm like a fucking coach when it comes to watching the film. And I've watched all of it. Okay, I don't see the Ravens doing anything different on defense than any other team has done, and so I don't understand why. What can you guys inform me? Why people keep thinking this Ravens defense is any good? 
Yeah. They, they might be gay, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. let, let me, so that might be the X factor. <laughs> let me address it. I think that they actually had a pretty soft schedule. I mean, uh, they were able to play some pretty bad teams. I'm pretty sure if you to- if you tally up all their wins, a lot of the I think the total win loss of all of the teams that they played are going to be well below 500. I think more specifically, people are saying that the defense is good because they're coming off a shutout of the Tennessee Titans, which we um, confirmed earlier that they are inbred. So. <laughs> That, that I believe. I definitely believe Just that. Just don't tell Mikey you said that, you know. Who's, Huge Titans guy. Who's, who's Michael? Mikey's Mikey. not here. He's probably lifting. Yeah. Which yeah. is, if, if you're ever listening to an episode of the Winning Ticket podcast, uh, just assume that the person that's not there is lifting. That's lift, lift. You guys, I could, I, like I could tell you guys, you guys always, you guys record stuff and you guys go to the gym all the time. Great that's physique why, critics too. That's why I never see my that's son. What we, that's what we do when we're not recording uh, the Winning Ticket podcast or appearing as guests on this podcast. We're, we're lifting mostly. That's we, we care about our physique, physiques for sure. Yeah, that's Some uh, of us I, a little too much. All right, man. That's <laughs> hey, like I said, to each. I'm not here to pass any judgment. Okay, it's 2018. The world's different. Okay, you guys could do. You guys want to touch each other's cocks? You could do that too. I don't I think care. We might. I, think we I might. identify I as a care. sharp. It's <laughs> my gender. All right, let's get to the last game here. Oh, I'm sorry. We got two. We got a Sunday night, and then we gotta we gotta go to the fucking Giants game. But real quick, real quick, let's let's talk about Kansas City and Cincinnati. And both of these teams got pretty explosive offenses. So which defense is really gonna step up in this one? Are the Chiefs reliable enough? Or the Bengals' defense more reliable. Who knows, right? Neither of the defenses are good, but it's in Kansas City. Uh, Showtime Mahomes actually has a David Beckham voice, which means you'd expect the guy to be really cool and suave, but he has a real high-pitched Mickey Mouse voice. It's a oh, very strange. weird, very disappointing. Unexpected. Too. Patrick Mahomes is very good, though, and I think that I the like Bengals Mahomes. kind of... Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Mahomes, very good. Either <laughs> way, I, sometimes I don't get the It's just my accent, like, honestly. That's all. It's, it's one of those things, too, where I think the Bengals um, benefit from a, a pretty bad schedule. The teams that are good, that they played the Panthers and the Steelers, they ha- they are 0-2 against. So I think that um, this is pretty much a slam dunk. Chiefs, uh, they're given six points for what it's worth, but I definitely think that if you have anyone on the Chiefs, um, aside from, like, Sammy Watkins, you're definitely going to start them. If you listen to the winning ticket, Mr. DeFuzio, I know John is a big fan. Yes, son. I've sometimes listened to it, but I'll be honest with you, I don't have all the time in the world, guys. Look, we don't blame I, I can, you. I, so I can only listen to so much. We don't blame you. You listen five minutes and then, okay, I get it. I'm a big fan of the Bengals. However, they just don't have what it takes to, to beat the Chiefs. There's just no way they can go into Arrowhead. It's one of the hardest places to play. I mean, me and you, we're tough guys. We'd be shaking in our boots if we played there. I would. I'd be scared out of my out of my pants. I would be. Because they didn't they record the world record for highest... Vocals in a stadium a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. one million vocals. One, we had, right? <laughs> was it was, it was. I don't know the scale. It was a lot of them though, and they were the loudest stadiums. So yeah, I agree. The Bengals were out of the element. They're gonna start coming back to Marvin Lewis form when they start losing every game. Oh yeah, yeah. and they and they can't, they no can't do anything. All right, so we're coming to the very end here. Okay, we got a nice little session going, and I didn't mean to save the Giants for last, but they do play the Monday night game. So chronologically. And that means I follow it in time order. That's what chronological means. Write that okay. Down. Write that down. Please do, because prior to this morning, I didn't know. Again, I used my Word of the Day app. That's where, that trains me for SAT words while my son is studying. Uh, chronologically, I saved the Giants for last. And really looking at, if I'm going to be respectful here, you're looking at the Falcons who also need a win. And the Giants who desperately need a win to solve any Resolve any kind of bad uh, ill from their from their current season. I thought the Giants could beat the Eagles because they were in a similar position last week. I was dead fucking wrong. Nothing went right for them. And so now, naturally, I hate to tell this Giants fans. I hate to tell this Eli. But the Atlanta Falcons are going to beat the New York Giants. And the Giants will follow 1-6. and six, And the Falcons will uh, continue their quest to try to get to the playoffs. And... I'm very curious to hear what you guys think. Again, be gentle. They are my giants. <laughs> but tell me what you think. Yeah, let me let, let me start with this one as well. Um, the Falcons kind of, since their new stadium uh, has been built, I actually don't know the official name, but everyone calls it the Halo. I think it's Mercedes-Benz um, Stadium? They actually, fine. Mer- Mercedes-Benz yeah. Mercedes-Benz, Subaru, Audi. But I, I thought it's Mercedes-Benz also cars. sponsored the Superdome. Which is kind of weird if yeah. Mercedes has their fingers in two teams in the NFC South. I was just about to say, same yeah. division, what? Yeah, but anyway. Somebody, we can look somebody. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just, the Falcons at home, pretty bad. They also have Matt Bryan um, kind of 
banged up, he's not going to play. Uh, Devonta Freeman obviously is out for the year. They have literal hobos starting in the secondary. Mm-hmm. If Odo Beckham Jr. doesn't have 200 yards and two touchdowns... Oh, my God. When honest- is he going to break out? Honestly, just cut him. And it's one of those things, too, where I think that this is Eli Manning's uh, last rigor mortis before he goes. He gives a nice little muscle twitch and flicks the ball a little bit forward. Honestly, I'm not going to sugarcoat this one. He looked horrible last mm. week. Yeah, his yeah, first, second, and third. Over. His first read was Saquon Barkley. His second read was take a sack. His third read was Saquon Barkley, even if he's covered. <laughs> horrible <laughs> quarterbacking right there. But it's one of those things where I think um, Eli Manning is sick of getting openly disrespected. Mm-hmm. They have the extra day to kind of recover their bodies a little bit. And then, um, who knows, maybe in a high-scoring game, the Giants squeak one out um, due to some field goal kicking. They have... Atlanta has to get a little bit closer because no Matt Bryant, who was actually an excellent kicker, now playing. Yeah. So, um, you know, on a, on a whim, I'll take the Giants here. Uh, let's let's. Try I hope to... it's not a lot of money. No. Then you're really gonna be caught <laughs> a losing. Whim, a whim is not a lot of money. Yeah, let, let's try let's try to get it. Let's try to get a good win because I actually do um, kind of lean for Pat Shermer, Eli Manning, Odo Beckham Jr. Even some of their skills are pretty good. Like they got. Um, What's that running back? The other running back, Saquon Gall- Barkley. Uh, aside from right. Wayne, Wayne Gallman, Wayne Gallman, ah yeah. yes, Clemson product. Wayne then- Smallman, because that's how he runs behind the line. Absolutely, uh, Smallman, and then they also got uh, Shepherd and another guy named Shepherd. Right, they have two Shepherds. They have two Shepherds. What one's great and one's what? a fucking bum. One more, one more, and uh, they could bring Frankincense and Muir. <laughs> so uh, g- going biblical that's, on the Giants receiving That's court. three Shepherds, Dave. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Look, I, you already heard my take. I think the Giants are winning out. There's no shot they lose this game. Winning out. They're angry. That's right. We locked it up early. They're going 11-5. and five. I had two locks on the show, uh, and I plan on going 2-0 and this week, guys. Well, if the Giants win out, I think... Yeah, this is like, We're going to put a bet here. I don't know what the odds are. We can create some sort of line here. Luckily, if we the, are a betting podcast. If we the, can make if the, the odds. If the Giants win out, we should change our episode for one recording, or for one season of our choice... To the the winning out podcast. I got an idea. Wow. How about if the Giants like went out, we change our header on Twitter to Joe's chest. Okay. Just from right. nipple to nipple. You guys heard it here first. Done. All right. Done. Perfect. So so there's a lot of incentive now for you Giants to win. Now we get to see a little boy's chest yeah. on on the internet. I am 13. That's right. So I think you know what I you say Giants are gonna win out. I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants lose out because that's how bad they are. I just I watch too much plays to know that this offense is broken until I get another quarterback in there. Who those quarterbacks are? If you listen to the last Mr. episode, L. I already detailed that. I'm not going into it again. Okay, your loss. You can listen to it again. So that was all the games. So we talked about the X Factors. We talked about different trends for every team. So now you should go into your next fantasy matchup knowing exactly who and what to play. And if you ever have any questions about uh, certain players that we didn't get to talk about, well, then you could like and comment, and then we could maybe answer them for you. But until then, I want to extend another thank you to everybody from the Losing Ticket Podcast. It was really, really wonderful having you guys here. Uh, and uh, I'll make sure to put in, they can follow you, tell your social medias, because it's different for everybody, uh, depending on what it is. Yeah, so on Twitter, uh, that's where most of our uh, action is. Typically, we're going to be uh, posting our, uh, you know, the uh, losers of our, our bets that we have. We have a betting contest for the entire season, so you guys can make sure uh, follow us on Twitter, at WinningTicksPod, T-I-X, and on Instagram, the Winning Ticket Pod. And thanks for the support. We really appreciate it. And of course, once Love again, being on here. thank you, Anthony, for uh, having us on. Oh, say how much fun for us. It's a pleasure. I'm sure I'll have you guys on again if you don't piss me off and my son at some point in the future. <laughs> and uh, again, go give these guys a follow. And don't forget to listen to the next episode of Wise Guy Fantasy Football starring Anthony the Fool Zero. Until next time, my listeners, be uh, free and go have football. I don't like that ending at all. Just uh, get out. Everybody get out. <laughs> out. Everyone. <laughs>